you guys seem that you've really lent into being coriander. If anyone goes to their website now, you'll see what I mean. It's super clean, crisp, but with tons of personality in the copy. And I just feel like more web flowers need to really lean into this concept. So tell us about what being coriander means. Great. So I think this has like a story that kind of has a lot to do with failure. So when we started our agency, we we wanted to impress every client and we wanted to, to nail every brief that we encounter of. And we wanted to, we are like people pleaser. It's our essence and it's built in our personalities. And that's something that we are definitely trying to change. But every time we had a brief and we made a presentation for a client, we were always trying to impress the client and get things approved. And to guess what the client uh, wanted. Then we didn't embrace what we had in mind for the vision for for the brand. And we weren't working for our client's client, like the final client. And we were working only for the people, the person that we had in front. So we had our first step of our career in that path and we started thinking, wait, we have to bring our experience and our vision to the table. We thought that that's that's what makes us unique. That's our differential if we want to speak in marketing words. And we... We, we thought like people are hiring us because of our point of view, because of what we had, to our opinions on what we have in mind. So that's something we definitely need to embrace and bring to the table. And we stopped trying to impress the client. We stopped trying to get things approved. And we had a step back and started thinking of what this project needs. What's the best solution for this brand? What is the best that we can do for this particular design problem so where coriander gets into this story <laughs> we thought about coriander gets to the shelves every day and even though lots of people hate it and lots of people love it so we don't mind if some people hate us as long as some people love us this is our point of view and we are going to embrace it and we are going to to bring our vision to the table we won't try to bend anymore. We won't try to accommodate ourselves to what other people thinks or wants. We will have an opinion. We will have a point of view, even though people are going to hate it or people are not going to agree with us. That's okay, as long as someone agrees with us. So we will try to find that people that love our ideas, our point of view, our opinions, and we will talk to them. I think at the end of the day, is like the work that we do. It's really important for us and we really care about it. And we want to make work we are proud of and we show off in our portfolio and work that really solves the problem that every client brings us. But we want to, sh- to solve that problem with our unique vision and with our point of view. That's the Corender story. Something that we say in our presentations... It's nothing riskier to blend into the crowd and be the same as any, everyone else. And there's nothing safer than trying to be different and have a point of view. Yeah, so. this is, you guys have come out of the blocks hot in this episode, dropping some nuggets for us. So essentially what you're saying is, you started off by saying that 
you are not designing for the client. You are getting paid by the client to design for the client's client. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's a really important thing because the client doesn't have all the answers. That is why they're paying you. Yeah. They're not just paying you to do the website or do the brand identity. They're paying for you to do that website or brand identity to be effective for them to communicate clearly with their target audience. So it's you're designing for the client's client. And I think this is something that we often forget because we're like, well, we're getting paid by them. I mean, yeah, if they sure. say jump, I say how high, right? But actually, you do need to have that bit of pushback with the client and say, look, I don't know if having a flying unicorn through the top is actually going to help you achieve the goal that you want to communicate with your client. And that comes with a little bit of experience that you guys very clearly have. Essentially, you need to know who you are enough to actually have the courage of your conviction and say, look, you're paying me to help you. This is this is my professional opinion. This is this is the direction that I think we should go. And here's why. And if someone doesn't like that, to not be like, oh, okay, then it's just like, okay, look, I don't think this is right. And if you don't do that, then I do think that you kind of lose yourself a bit. You're kind of just like, well, I'm just churning shit out for someone that I don't actually resonate with that idea or direction. And, and that can lead to a kind of sense of loss and just a bit like creative stagnation or whatever. So really important. I, I think uh, sometimes uh, we avoid uh, confronting with clients and having this pushback because we, we want to avoid uh, certain conversations and certain difficult conversations. But having this exchange is going to solve a lot of problems that you could have in the future. As you said, the client says jump, okay, how high? And you are just pushing the mouse in the directions that uh, they'll tell you to push the mouse. Uh, afterwards, you are going to have a project that you don't want to show and probably you're going to end up with a branding or a website that doesn't Represents, so, yeah, and doesn't represent you and doesn't solve the problem that they need. But uh, to solve. when when we did this, when we pushed back and said, "Hey, this is our professional opinion, and this is what we think you should do with this brand," people have been really thankful for that. So it's not all confrontation and conflict. Yeah, because you're trying to help them get to their actual goal, yeah, right? Sure. And that's a very important thing to say. It's like. You know, if at the start of a, a conversation with a client, they say, well, we want to get to here and how how is the best way to do that? We think having a branded entity that's fun and colorful, whatever. But if you know what their original goal is at the start of this interaction, before you even get paid, like before you even engage working together, then you can keep referring back to that, which is really helpful. I think this is just a super important point to highlight at the start of this episode, because I think a lot of Webflowers are like, I make Webflow websites for people. And you're like... Really? <laughs> yeah, for cool. I don't... I, like, why would I hire, you know? And so it's also a point about, you know, your kind of positioning, right? It's saying like, you know, here's my marker in the, in the sand. Here's who I am and here's why you should hire me. And having that courage of conviction from the get-go to, to, you know, know yourself enough so that other people know who you are and why they should respect you. And that's not just throughout the client engagement. That's also how people, you know, want to work with you from from the start anyway. So 
I think this idea of coriander, if anyone's listening to this and is like, uh, how do I become more coriander? Juan, Martina, help me. How do I be more me? Well, it's a difficult question, but I, I think that uh, I wouldn't start with a niche, picking a niche. And it's, there's nothing wrong wrong about picking a niche and serving some particular industry. But I think that the most powerful way to become coriander is knowing what's your point of view as a designer and in life. How do you think? What do you bring to the table? What's your opinion on that matter? What's your yeah. aesthetics? Everything matters here. So have a point of view, respect that point of view, listen to your inner voice and bring yeah. that to the table every time you try to solve a design. Try not to follow trends and try not to listen to other people and respect what you think and what's your point yeah. of view, your take in that particular problem that you're trying to solve. Yeah, we are like him. We are a particular, a, a really peculiar couple because we we've been together for a long time and we talk about design every day. Yeah. And <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what other couples talk about, but <laughs> we talk about branding and we talk about you talk about color palettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. all the long. Like, yeah. Actually, yesterday we we were <laughs> having, having coffee, coffee. Yeah, waiting for our kids to to drop out of school, and we. And a, a truck of Andrea that's like a FedEx or like yeah, like, a, a, like the UPS, UPS of Argentina went through, and I and I asked Martina, "What would we do with this <laughs> client? What would what would the the branding look like? What would be the, what would you do with the trucks?" And yeah. we're like all of a sudden redesigning a brand with obviously no client. Just in our heads, having coffee, like designing with our phones. Like, I would use this color palette. I would use yeah. this and that. And oh, yeah, I would start with the track because <laughs> the track is the main point of view, and it doesn't matter the logo. <laughs> We're starting key with idea. A, yeah. yeah, yeah, key idea. I would start with the track. <laughs> they are all over Argentina. That that's the essence. So it's pretty. It's pretty difficult yeah. for us to know how to develop a point of view because we developed ours with. with the, <laughs> years and years of experience and with conversations with each other and we have like our design principles so embedded in us yeah. that it's difficult but you have to develop taste I think <laughs> taste is the is key you know and I heard once that uh, this chef Gordon Ramsay said uh, I don't he doesn't care about this the knife skills in the kitchen he cares about taste you have to develop taste You have to know what you like and and what you don't like and why. You have to have that eye. You have to develop that yeah. point of view. 